Welcome everybody to Balls Don't Lie. On today's episode, the Bears remind us what it's like to win. After Sunday's 20-13 victory over the Lions, we're all feeling pretty good. We're going to talk about that game and then talk big picture. Could the Bears actually make the playoffs? We're going to talk about it after a word from our sponsor. Welcome in, everybody, to Balls Don't Lie. I am your host, Regular Steven. We got a Bears victory. We got a Bears victory. Finally, after four straight losses, the Bears get a win. We're going to talk about this. It's exciting. Not too exciting. We don't want to get carried away. But, man, it feels good to get back in the win column. Before all that, let me get all the usual mumbo-jumbo out of the way. Like, share, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, CastBox, Google Play, all those good things. On Spotify, you can leave a voicemail and interact with the show. Leave a donation if you feel so inclined. Share with your friends, everybody. With that being said, guys, this win was extra special for me. Like I told you last week, one of my best friends is a lifelong Lions fan. So even if the Bears do absolutely nothing more this season, at least, at least they beat the Lions. At least they beat the Lions. Said friend is visiting here this week. So it's extra special timing. I'm sure he'll be listening to this on his way to my house from out of town. Make him very happy. (laughs) Good thing the Bears do play the Lions on Thanksgiving. Maybe he'll be able to get a little little vengeance on on Thanksgiving. But for now, we're going to feel good here on Balls Don't Lie because we deserve to. Four straight losses. It was horrible. It was horrible. Bears at home, 20-13 over the Lions. It started horribly. Couldn't have started any worse. Looked like, here we go again. Here we go again. The offense couldn't get anything going. Couldn't even get a first down. One first down until the last drive of the first half. Man, it was awful. Just awful. Trubisky missing all kinds of throws. Nothing going right. Defense playing pretty well. I mean, you know. Playing against a backup quarterback, Jeff Driscoll. We did get that gift. Matthew Stafford ruled out for the game. That did have a big part in this game. I'm not going to lie about that. Obviously, you'd rather be facing Jeff Driscoll than Matthew Stafford. That dude is uh, one of those quarterbacks. I'm not going to equate him to Brett Favre, but in that same light, uh, as far as playing through injuries, that dude is tough as nails. Uh, team doctors with uh, you know ruled him. They said he can't play. He got broken bones in his back. I think he'd been playing with that injury uh, for some time this year, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Uh, just a really tough dude. Really tough dude. You know, you always. I guess when you're you know you want to get those wins, you don't want to have any excuses. But at this point for the Bears, I'll take a win any way I can get it. So if it's got to be against Jeff Driscoll, make it against Jeff Driscoll. I don't really care but that did have a part in it. But 
back to the Bears the way this game started. So just not, couldn't get anything going, nothing going. Finally, finally, last drive of the first half, they're able to get some things going, you know, hurried up the offense a little bit. Uh, capped off that drive with a, an 18-yard uh, touchdown pass from uh, Mitch Trubisky to Ben Broniker. Adam Shaheen, not on the active roster for this game. Dude has not done anything at the tight end position. They haven't even gotten any production from the tight end position, period. Trey Burton's been nothing. Adam Shaheen was nothing. Uh, for Ben Broniker, hey, I think it was his only catch in the game, but it was a nice catch. Was a nice throw, too. Nice throw. So they go in the half up 7-6 on the Lions, which is, you know, they've really had no business. If, if Stafford's playing this, the game maybe have been out of reach. Hard to say, but it wasn't. Going to the half feeling good, 7-6. Get the ball back at after the half. That's when you got to turn those two two for ones. You, you know, when you're, you have the ball last at the end of the first half, you got to score. And then if you can come out and score on your first drive to start off the second half, that's how you have to do it. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, nice little drive capped off by an, uh, a nine-yard little little swing pass to Tariq Cohen. Uh, they take the lead 13-6, and uh, Panero misses the extra point, but whatever. We're not going to harp on that because they end up getting the win. So next drive, Bears have the ball. Capped off by a nice 24-yard 24, 24 touchdown pass from Trubisky to Taylor Gabriel. So now you're up 20-6. Then it kind of stopped. But for those three drives, you kind of got the feeling of what this offense could do. You'd have liked to see the team keep building on that momentum, kind of maybe score score some more points there in the game. But look, from where this offense had been, not producing hardly any drives that were going to produce points, you know, just, just happy to see them putting the ball in the end zone. Happy to see Trubisky making some throws. That's really all you can ask for. Is it enough to where you're feeling like, okay, this team's going to really go make a run? Probably not, but this was the first step. You know, it would have been nice if we could have had this first step against the Chargers, finish off that game, get a win. You're not really in the same position, but, you know, we could be sitting here having a different conversation. We could be sitting here having a conversation about how they just lost to the Detroit Lions with their backup quarterback, but we're not. And that's all you can really ask for. That's all you can ask for. Trubisky played good enough, and by good enough, I mean average but the average was a huge step up from what he'd been playing i mean he'd been playing like a i don't even want to say a backup quarterback he's been playing and we talked about it for weeks in a row an xfl quarterback maybe i mean just not playing like any kind of guy that can get you get you any wins uh looked nothing like he did last year this game to me looked more like what you saw from trubisky last year gonna make enough throws to where you're gonna be able to put up some points put your defense in a position to where if they give up less than 20, you're getting a win. And if they had been doing, if the offense had been doing this all season, like I said last week, we're not sitting here at four and five. We're probably six and three, uh, seven and two. You know, easily, easily could be six and three. Uh, that's not out of the question with with the way this defense has been playing. Even though they haven't been as good as last year, all the offense had to do was anything. But maybe it gets started this week. You have to start sometime. It's something to build on. Like Nagy said in the postgame presser, it's a lot easier to go in and look at coachable moments coming off of a win as opposed to coming off of a loss. Gets everybody's spirits up. Club dub was lit up after the game. Let them feel good again. Let them feel good going into work this week. Take some of that pressure off of them. Huge win for the Bears. It's over the Lions. The Lions only have three wins this year, but 
They're a better quality team, I think, than their record says. I do believe that. Let's get some of the numbers. Trubisky, 16 of 23 for a buck 73. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Again, solid. Nothing crazy good, but solid, especially compared to what he had been doing. Uh, Dave Montgomery, 17 carries, 60 yards. Nothing special, but the amount of rushes they had in the game was positive. Trying to keep some of that balance. Allen Robinson, uh, six catches, 86 yards. The long of 33. Uh, He did have nine targets. He's their go-to guy, guys. We've known this. We've talked about it. He's been the one consistently positive thing on this offense all year. And that was the case again. I mean, he's still there. They're going to go at him as much as they're going to go at anybody on this team. And he delivers. He delivers. A couple nice long throws uh, from Trubisky to Allen Robinson in this game. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, four catches, 39 yards, and a touchdown. Nice little game. He had one bad drop early in the first half. But other than that, pretty solid game from him. Uh, The defense, two sacks. uh, You know, nothing crazy there. Nothing crazy there. Uh, They did force one turnover, and the Bears also had zero turnovers. So you win in the turnover battle. Not like they were doing last year, but hey, you're not turning the ball over, and if you can force at least one in a close game like this, put you in a good spot to win. One one area of improvement, only seven penalties for 57 yards. The 57 yards of penalties is nice, okay? They had had some games this year where the penalties really came back to bite them in the ass. Penalties in really bad times, uh, and they were able to avoid that for the most part this past Sunday. So, nice game from the Bears, Okay. Again, not the perfect game, not exactly what you want to see. Three drives in a row at the end of, you know, starting at the end of the first half and then the two drives starting the second half where they were able to get in the end zone. Would have loved to see more of that. They did get a little stagnant later, you know, after those drives. But look, you know, again, coming from where they were, coming from what they'd looked like the previous four weeks, it's a step in the right direction. Absolutely a step in the right direction. And it puts them in a position where they're going to be playing games the rest of the season that matter if they can get a couple more wins here. And we're going to look at the rest of their schedule. I'm not just going to preview next week. I want to look at the rest of the season and what we have and where we stand in the playoff picture because we're right there. Is it likely? It might not be. But mathematically, they're right there. So after the break, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the next seven games and look at the playoff picture as it stands today and see where the Bears fall. So come back with me after a break. Welcome back, everybody, to Balls Don't Lie. So with the Bears' win, they moved to 4-5 and on the season. And puts them in, in contention here. So we're going to look at the playoff standings as they stand today. And kind of look forward to the next seven games to see if there's a if there's a path for the Bears to possibly get in the playoffs. At least be playing games at the end of the season that could put them in that in that position. So right now you got the 49ers at 8-1, Green Bay at 8-2, New Orleans at 7-2 leading their divisions. Then you have Dallas at 5-4 technically in the lead of the NFC East. So those are your four division teams. Then you have a grouping of Seattle at eight and two and Minnesota at seven, three. Those would be your two wild cards, seven and three, eight and two. So 
above the Bears, you have the Rams, Philly, and Carolina at five and four. Then you have Chicago sitting there at four and five. So, how does that look? The Bears would be two games back from Minnesota in the loss column. Sin is 7-3. Minnesota has their bye coming up. They've played one more game than the Bears. But with three losses and the Bears having five losses, two games back. Now, there's a bunch of teams in between them, so they need some help. They need some help. Seattle at 8-2 look like they're going to run away. I don't think the Bears are going to be able to catch them. We're going to have to catch Minnesota. But there's some teams ahead of us that we're going to have to leapfrog. How can that happen? Okay, that starts this week. We got a little help from our friends over in Pittsburgh last week beating the Rams, dropping them to 5-4. and four. Now it's our turn to do our part. We get the Rams this week and on Sunday Night Football. The Rams are 5-4. and four. If the Bears can win this game on Sunday, we move to 5-5, five and five, and the Rams drop to 5-5 five and five as well. So that would mean we're tied with them in record, but we're ahead of them in head-to-head. So we jump the Rams. Carolina, no more Cam Newton. Kyle Allen's going to write the ship for the rest of the year. Now, I haven't taken a close look at Carolina's schedule, but it would not shock me to see them start falling back from the pack a little bit. Had a solid season, but there's no reason to think they're just going to keep running away with everything. At 5-4, and four, they're starting to lose to some good teams now. Okay, Solid team, but again... That's not that's not crazy to see that we could jump over that team. The one team that worries me a little bit because we've already played and lost to is Philadelphia. They would have the head-to-head tiebreaker, and they're one game ahead of us in the loss, col- loss column. They are five and four. The only thing I'll say about Philadelphia, I could easily see that team finishing eight and eight or nine and seven. So if we can somehow Go six and one. <laughs> Go six and one, and these—that's. I think. I think you have to get to ten and six. With where Seattle is, I don't think you're catching them. With where Minnesota is at seven and three, they've got six games left. Good thing is one of those games is against us, and that's the last game of the season. We already beat the Vikings once, so if we can somehow. Go five and one. We got the Rams this week. Let's say we win that. It's a necessity. So you win that game, you're five and five. Then you get the Giants. That's a win. It has to be. Now you're six and five. Then you go on the road on Thanksgiving against the Lions. Look, I think the Lions are a solid team. But if you're talking about being six and five and you're fighting for a playoff spot, I got to think. We beat the Lions. We have to. So, that's a win. Now you're seven and five. Then you get the Cowboys, a team that right now is five and four. Depending on how things go with them in Philly, this could be another game where you're looking to jump over somebody in seeding. That's a home game. Let's say they win that. I'm just making a path, you guys. I'm just making a path. This is where things get tricky. You go at Green Bay, which you want to say is a loss. And then you have the Chiefs at home, which I'm going to say is a loss. That would put us at four wins, four. That would put us at eight and seven, which means you'd be going to Minnesota trying to get a win 
to go to nine and seven. That means you need some help from Minnesota to drop back to the path. Now, that's why I'm saying it's not likely. It's not a likely scenario for the Bears. And this could all be a moot point after this week if we go lose to the Rams. But it's fun that we at least get to have this discussion because of one win. You need some help, but crazier things have happened. Some of these teams are going to start losing some games. Philadelphia could easily start losing some games. Like I said, them going 9-7 and wouldn't shock me. The Rams, we can take care of our own business with them. And them kind of falling back to the pack wouldn't shock me. Same thing with Dallas. I kind of expect Dallas to kind of win, win the East. I expect that. But we have a game with them just in case. We're only one game behind them in the loss column. Then you got to take care of business against Green Bay. I think we can beat Green Bay. I don't think they're as good as their record says they are. I think they have a great quarterback and they have a very solid defense. But are they beatable? Absolutely. We lost to the Packers 10 to 3 in week 1. 10 to 3. 10 to 3. That game was at home. But I'm not going into a Packers game you know, unless we start losing all these games and we have nothing to play for. But if we have something to play for, I'm not going into Lambeau thinking that's an unwinnable game. Would I chalk it up as a win? Would I predict a win? Probably not. Not at this point. If I see something special from the Bears in the four weeks prior, in the next four weeks to that game, then maybe, you know, we'll talk about it on the show when the time comes. I'm just laying out a a hypothetical path to where we could possibly be in there or at least playing games that matter. So that's what this Bears win did. You win those games in the division if you can if you can keep taking business taking care of business in the division you're gonna put yourself in a position where you might be able to make the playoffs just maybe and after the last four weeks of what we just witnessed with this Bears team I never would have said that and again I probably shouldn't be saying it now after one win it's going a little you know a little crazy but with the way this season was started at 3-1, and one, with the expectations that this team had, all I'm actually asking for at this point is to be playing you know, the last four games against Dallas, Green Bay, Kansas City, and Minnesota with something to play for. With something to play for. Even if we're just messing up somebody else's seed. But this team's going to come out and play hard. I can guarantee that. If you go and take care of business in these next three, four games, now, you, now you're talking about a team that's that's on a roll, a team that maybe Green Bay doesn't want to see, a team that the Chiefs might not want to see. The Chiefs just lost to Tennessee. They can be beat. You're going to have to put up some points, but they can be beat. And then for whatever reason, we just have the Vikings number. So you're telling me we can't go in there last game of the year with everything on the line and get a win? Absolutely. Absolutely, they can do that. Absolutely. Put Kirk Cousins in a position where he has to win a game to get in the playoffs? Mm -mm. That happened last year, and we saw what happened. The Bears beat him. Bears beat him. So I don't want to get too excited. I'm not counting on this. I'm just happy to be able to have the discussion. You lose that game to the Lions, and you're sitting there at 3-6, and And the season is literally over. There's not even any kind of path that you can even kind of think of to get them into the playoffs. And like I said, this this path I just laid out is a little bit of a stretch. 
because there's still some good teams on the back end of that roster, but there's also or the back end of that schedule. But there's still some games they can win here. Still some games they can win here. Giants, Lions, those should be wins. Those should be wins. That puts you at six. Okay. If you win this Rams game, and then you get those two games, and you're sitting there seven and five, okay. Now you now you can reevaluate the last four games and start looking and saying, well, maybe they could win these games. Maybe they might. But that's the position they find themselves in. So this Sunday night against the Rams, look, we just saw we just saw the blueprint. I mean, not that you know they needed a blueprint as their fourth loss of the year. This is not the same Rams team as from last year. The offense has not been nearly as good, not even close. They're a little bit beat up on the injury front. And we just saw what the Steelers were able to do. Okay, that's a defense that's playing reminiscent this year to how the Bears played last year. They're flying around, forcing a lot of turnovers. I think the Bears can cause some similar issues for Goff. If we can force some turnovers, they're right there in this game. The defense, I don't think, is going to give up a ton of points. We just need the offense to do their part. That's it. The Steelers just showed us. Force some turnovers, make them uncomfortable. You can win a low-scoring game with this team. If the Bears get to 20, I think they win. If the Bears get to 21 or 24, I guarantee they win. Guarantee it. It's right there. It's right there. So that makes this Sunday night fun. You go into Sunday night football 3-6. First of all, they may have flexed us out of that game. We may not have been on Sunday night football in the first place. So now that the Bears get a win, you got two teams, Rams 5-4, and four, Bears 4-5, four and five playing to flip their, uh, flip their playoffs uh, positioning. That's what this game is. It's the first step. First step to getting back into playoff contention. But these are the games you have to win. They've already had some of those games where you had to win and they didn't win them. But if you can start doing it now, you just never know. Get hot late in the season. We've seen teams do that. Go on to win Super Bowls from getting hot late in the season. Not ready to jump to that, but that's just how it happens. But it has to start this Sunday night. It has to start this Sunday night. Need the offense to step up. Trubisky's got to keep making throws. The nice thing about this Lions game was it gives Trubisky the confidence that he might need going into practice this week. Made fun of him on Twitter for, you know, walk, talking about in the press conference how he wants to shut off all the TVs in Howe's Hall so that he doesn't have to hear all the criticism. I think that was probably taken a little out of context by everybody. However... You just can't say that. That's embarrassing. You can't say that. But if they can just start getting some good feelings around this team, everything around this team was just feeling bad for four weeks. You got fans booing, everybody going crazy. Everybody disappointed. Trubisky's done. Bears are done. Nagy sucks. That's all we've been hearing. That's all we've been hearing. Everything changes when you win. That's all there is to it. Everything changes when you win. Go to practice. Get the work in. Everybody's more willing to go into practice coming off a win especially if you have something to fight for. That's how important this Bears game against the Lions was. And it was at home. They've already dropped some home games. You just can't do that. Just can't do that. And they didn't. So that's where I'm at right now. Was Trubisky looking like a top flight quarterback? No, absolutely not. But on those three drives, you kind of saw what the offense could be when it's clicking. And when it's doing that, with this defense, it's good enough. It's good enough to win games. It's not where you'd want it to be. It's never going to be on Patrick Mahomes' level with the Chiefs. It's just not. Not the same quarterback. Not the same level. But we said it early in the year. You don't need him to be at that level. You just need average. No turnovers. 
complete some third downs, put, put some drives together. And it's funny, in this game, you saw, when you start completing some passes, the run game opens up a little bit. Everything opens up a little bit. You just got to complete the balls. So if he can do that, then they can move forward. And they can move forward as a competent offense. Just need more than three drives. But again, we'll take it when we can get it. This next game, you're looking for four or five drives that produce points. That's it. Four or five drives. Give me in the end zone two or three times. Give me a field goal or two. You win this game. So they have something to build on with this nice Lions win. Nice Lions win. It's a whole different feeling around Chicago right now. I'm not on the Trubisky train, guys. I'm not. I'm on the Bears train. And it's nice to be back in the win column. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, we'll be back next week. Hopefully the Bears can get this W on Sunday night. I will be watching and tweeting during that game. I hope you all enjoy it. I hope it's a good one. I hope we have a happy podcast next week. If not, we're going to be sitting here checking out of the playoff race. (laughs) At least I got to talk about it one more time, if that. But if the Bears win, then we're really going to ramp up that talk. Because then you got the Giants, and then you got the Lions. And you could be looking at a nice four-game winning streak. But one foot in front of the other, one step at a time. Let's go get the Rams on Sunday night. And I'll be back with you guys on Monday. So, thank you for joining me on this episode of Balls Don't Lie. Where the balls bounce, roll, and fly. But they damn sure don't lie. And neither do I. And neither does that Anton guy. Later, dudes.